You are listening to the We Only Do One Take Podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am your host, Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that told me in private that he wants to be gay, but he can't decide if he wants to be the dick guy or the butthole guy. <laughs> it's Kieran. Hey, doing, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Um... I'll uh, big spoon you, Turch. That's, That's... <laughs> is that the, the, the dick guy? <laughs> the dick guy, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad we sorted that uh, very early on in the show. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just thinking of the Philly episode. Uh, the bottom exerts the power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, happy Australia Day, Turch. I can't believe... I think this is like maybe the second time, or maybe the second time we've done this on Australia Day together. Or by the time this comes out, it won't be Australia Day anymore. That's true. Well, look, if if that's the case, then if we're talking about when we recorded things and when uh-huh. things are out, how about that episode with Matt Farley that just came out? Yeah, um, came out well, of the time of this recording. Yes, dating the episode, of course. <laughs> it only came out yesterday, and uh, there's not only not only that if there's a. Uh, audio version but there's uh-huh. a video version of the show there is uh as well on on my personal youtube channel as we all know the wheelie do and take podcast doesn't have a youtube channel got banned yeah uh instantly mm-hmm. so uh it's on my youtube channel it's up on our on our twitter facebook all that sort of stuff definitely definitely check it out if you are interested in watching watching that live because he was a phenomenal man um uh, i can't speak more highly of that man he is he is great. Some people don't get him, mm. um, and then he is an eclectic taste. Yes, yeah. I, you, you actually have to have some wits about you. I think more to than understand anything else. He, but more importantly, yes. Tush. Yes, I played um, him those yes. songs to my nieces and nephews. Amazing. Basically, the next day. Yeah, and they are his biggest fan. That yeah, it's yeah. amazing how quickly I, I introduced. The whole family, more uh-huh. so, to more of his songs like that. I know a, a teacher who is going to be playing that as a reward for their class. <laughs> That's a good reward. You know, so you the, at the end fair- of the week, who is going to get the poop song? Hopefully, it's not some like. <laughs> and I was like, "That's foreign, that's foreign brilliant!" Name. A classroom <laughs> teacher using poop as a reward. As a reward. Well, it's not very often that you can do. That. <laughs> well, look, I, I gotta say, I did buy you something. Oh, I did buy you something because I thought to myself. Um, you know, I think we need it. I've got a copy for it myself. Uh-huh. So, this, so you've got your own copy. I've got my own copy. Okay. Can, I've already started to read it, but I yeah. thought it'd be good if we started a male book club. A ma- oh, okay. Okay. And we read interesting books that are yeah. actually cool. Here is the here is and the first book. So we're having a book club now. We do. Oh, <laughs> the Moten method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I've read like the first like two or three little like they're like vignettes, like uh-huh. little um. Like, it's about just getting work done. Yeah. And you can tell that in the first sort of thing. But it's so funny because it's very much my mindset uh-huh. of just do it <laughs> and shut the fuck up about it. Just stop overthinking it and yeah. just do it. Yeah. 
Yeah. At the foremost of the philosophy of this podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> Always be promoting, don't tell people about your projects. Uh, that's where I got up to. So well, fantastic. I look forward to coming back next week and discussing the Moton method in the We Only Do One Take you know, podcast I read it, I read it out loud. I read it out loud to Jess. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, uh, I'll show you. You can read it out loud if you want. We should ask him if, he, if we could do an audio book um, about this one here because um, I reckon we could we could have some fun with the audio book. Um, now, you know what? Using the motion method, we are now doing the audio book. We are doing the audio book. Um, here we go. Tell ev- uh, tell everyone. Just read just read that out. Just read that page out loud to the audience. Tell and- everyone yeah, about yeah. the plan for your creative project. It's more interesting than small talk. And it's a great motivator because now you have to complete the project. <laughs> Otherwise, all these people will think you're a failure. This might not be true. In fact, those people probably don't care whether or not you finish your project. <laughs> but you care. You will feel like a failure each time you see them. At your darkest moments, when you're ready to quit, you can imagine all those people scoffing at you. Imagine them thinking you're a failure. Imagine them being disappointed <laughs> in you. Imagine them rolling their eyes next time uh, Next time you tell them about an idea. Then get back to work. Isn't that the most amazing? Like that's exactly how my brain works. Like, yeah. All the time. I'll tell you. That way, I know I have to do it. Mm-hmm. It's so it's a fantastic book. I'm very happy that we. Oh, like- wrangling people. I think this is what you do to me. <laughs> Let me read this out. For some projects, you might need other people to help you. Yeah. Be careful. Proceed with great caution. Yeah. Remember that no one is committed to your project as you are. People yeah. might want to help you out in vague sense. But once they actually start helping you, they'll lose interest very quickly. (laughs) So you need to think about this before you even start your project. If you're making a movie, don't make one that will require lots of people who each appear in lots of scenes. Thank God we haven't done a movie yet. Unless you're paying professionals, then this is likely to end in disaster. People will come to best of intentions, but they have lives and obligations. It's not their fault. They might even have said they'll be totally committed to helping you. But once they realize what that entails... They're either going to change. Oh god, two pages. That's right. Don't leave me anyway, but how good? Like just just reading those two bits of advice is some of the best advice you can give someone. This is I'm great. I'm so glad. I was like, I think we should read it, bring it in our favorite bits, All and right. read it to each other. The book for, club for next week. For next the week, Moturn, uh, the uh, the the we only do one take podcast book club. The Moturn method the Moturn. is what we're listening to. Thank and, you. And Matt you can Farley. get that on Amazon. Is that correct? That's Ted? it. Yeah, thirty bucks. Oh wow! There you go. Thank so you. there you go. That's well a, done, um, well done on uh, on, on publishing that. I know. Well, let's let's do let's do this. Shut the hell up, bitch! Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm gonna kill you. I had a new couch delivered uh-huh. last week, and I've sat on this couch. It's a pretty good couch. It's a nice couch, and everything was going fantastic. Uh-huh. And they brought it in. It was all good. And what I did was for them, I opened the front door and opened the... I've got like a fly screen door. Uh-huh. Like a mesh door. Yeah. I don't know what it's called in America. But uh, it's got like the... um, The Gaskin... Mm. Gas, gasket sort of thing where it like... If it's open, it'll shut. Mm-hmm. But if you open it and then push the little ring across the little guide wire, you can force it to stay open right yes, you know what I mean? yes, so it yes, get yes, it. yes you don't have to put like a door uh-huh, stopper on it uh-huh. so i thought i'll do that for the guys open up the front door easy and that way it's easy for them to walk in no issues and it works perfectly anyway so later on in the day um you know 
enjoying the couch just that and just had to leave the house mm-hmm. i'm like that's all good so i'm walking them out saying goodbye you know she's taking felix as well and then i see that the front door the fly screen part mm. is still open because that little o-ring or whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it is still there and i'm like you know what i'll when you leave i'll close the door so as I'm doing that, they're leaving. They'll go buy this and that. I close the door and the door and that little ring closes enough that it catches the side of my thumb Ooh. and my thumb starts bleeding like a motherfucker. Ooh. And you can see where it is. Oh, that's a deep. That's <laughs> right? a deep, yeah. Deep into my thumb, right? And this has been like like a that's, week of... That, that's almost a Phillip Island yeah. level injury there. That's, I know. <laughs> this, this is like a... Um, this is like a, uh, it's probably worse to be honest, but that one there, like it's been like that for a week and I didn't realize how bad, like mm-hmm. I thought it was, I knew it was bad because mm-hmm. like, you know, it's a, it's a big cut, Yeah, but I didn't realize how annoying every part of my life would be because of this little injury. Uh, because I don't know if you noticed. I thought it. you were going to complain that it wasn't working anymore because no, that's what no. happened with my door. No, no, yeah. no. The door's fine. Oh. It's that's what I'm what I'm really ranting about is finger injuries. Oh. right. Like this is the first finger injury I've had in a very long time. Like paper cut injuries, but paper worse. Cut, but even like if you just cut yourself and it's like always on a place uh-huh. where you go, oh, it's not too bad. But then you do anything else like gardening or cooking or picking stuff up or holding things or putting putting clothes on. And suddenly you go, man, my finger hurts. Mm-hmm. And it's a consistent pain throughout the whole day. And then you get that lovely advice of put a Band-Aid on it. That doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help the throbbing. It doesn't help the throbbing it and the pain. The, the I still have to use it. People, and obviously they've got my little, you know, one-year-old son. Mm-hmm. The first thing he does is just grab your fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, what? That, it doesn't, having a Band-Aid on it doesn't help that. And every part of your life is just significantly You should put it in a sling. (laughs) A little thumb sling? Yeah. I'm thinking a whole sling, because then people know you're injured. Then I've lost the use of all of my left arm. (laughs) But that's okay, but then you're a cripple and people have to help you. You know what? I've I've had broken legs and Mm -hmm. people wouldn't give me the chair on the train. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, actually, that doesn't surprise me. You had <laughs> you were in crutches down at Phillip Island, yeah, and no, we <laughs> we just was like, <laughs> I think I, I think day. I said because we're walking to the beach, and you were very slow, and we went yeah, ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I said this. I know I said this. Like, it's good for them. It's building up their strength. <laughs> yeah, no, they can make. <laughs> that's what you really want. Me when I'm f- fighting fit to be stronger in my arms. That's what you really needed. <laughs> I I later like two years later. Um, not that I've been in crutches, but used the crutches. Mm. I was like, fuck, this is a lot of hard it's work. It's a lot of work. I was a fucking asshole. <laughs> I was an asshole. It's really hard. It really takes it out of you. That's why cripples are not very hard to beat up because they're already tired from walking <laughs> around. Or it's it's one of those things, like the opposite. You build up so much strength and stamina where they're like, I can do this all day. It's like those wheel, yeah. like the, uh, wheelchair uh, Olympians. Like, uh-huh. oh, I can push a wheelchair. I'm not even crippled. Oh, they're like machines. I was at the Australian Open, Tooch. I've uh, been there a couple of times this week, and I was watching the wheelchair tennis. Not amazing. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. They can serve the ball and hit the ball faster than what I can. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just amazed that they can... Because they've obviously got the racket in one hand. Mm-hmm. They're moving their chair mm-hmm. and the wheel yeah. 
in line. As yeah. the ball's moving fast, like what, 120, 130 k's an hour. Even if you're they, not they're that allowed, fast. They're, so this is the thing. They're allowed two bounces. Even so. But three quarters of the game, it's only bouncing once. Yeah, of course. Because if you allow two bounces, the opposition can has, reset itself can, and, has got yeah. greater time to reset. Well, not only that, the ball is harder to hit because it's lower. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's, it'd be a crazy. Anyway, at the Australian Open, because there was. Um, Oh, we're waiting for the um, night session at yeah, Rod, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rod Laver to open up. And there was there was a couple of wheelchair games and that one finished. I moved to the next one. And so we're on the we're on the last game on the outside court. Yeah. Okay, and this is what I want to rant about because yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure if you follow the tennis, but a couple of the players said that this is the wokest Australian Open ever. Okay, sounds about right. We okay. are in Melbourne. I want, yeah, but, it's, but you know why they're saying it's woke? Because in the tennis... When you're in like Rod Laver or Margaret Court or John Kane Arena, you used they used to have to wait for the set to basically be over before you could enter into the stadium. Oh. They changed it this year to every game. So you're not waiting that long. You're just waiting for the game to finish and then Oh, that sucks. Well, the players were complaining that there was a lot of movement. And you know what? <laughs> they pro- remind you they're professional tennis players. I don't give a shit. And having been to the tennis the couple of years before where you've got to wait for the whole set, it's fucking boring as a person who's paid money to go see tennis. The professional players can adapt. Now, this is the thing, Dirch. On the outside courts... Yeah. There are people walking, moving around all the fucking time. Yeah, of course. So you can't control that. So obviously if you're a better player, you get like the the arena Mm. and they're complaining about people moving. This court six, which is on the outside court, had a fucking bar on one side, a two-story bar. <laughs> That's great. Right, where people are getting drunk. And then on the other side, some stands. I don't understand. So these, Every and then these wheelchair basketball people. Uh, so because Tennis. Because tennis. Tennis, um, this was the last match. And so a whole bunch of people came mm. to watch this. So I was there, I was like 10 people. And then so 40, like 50, 50. 45 minutes later... No, no, there's probably about packed. 150. Like, oh, wow. Packed. And people are standing watching this tennis and the chance. That's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the bar on the other side, because it's coming like nighter and nighter, are getting drunker and of louder. Course. And <laughs> it, was, it was really, really good. But these, these professional, and I'm like, they have to deal with people moving yeah. on one side of the court, which is a fucking bar. I don't understand that though. Like the tennis people always complain, like it's not quiet enough, this and that. Mate. Like footy, soccer, basketball, like basketball, is loud. Is like ice hockey. We're going to uh-huh. ice hockey tomorrow. It's like the, they want like the like, like do 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 do. Like yeah. you know, you got uh, what's his name, Warwick Kappa singing. I figured I figured out how I could improve the tennis though. The tennis needs to take some some tips from the basketball. Yeah, they need the Laker girls. I, I was just gonna say new tennis. That would just be <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> then we'll see who's having. Uh, you know. But the tennis is a bit, a bit, it's a bit posh and it's a bit serious at some stages. And Which is weird because it's such like a, for me, it's always been like a bogan sport. Oh, it depends. It depends how much you're paying and, and where you're going. Because if you're in like, if you're in John Kane Arena, where it's like free entry, mm. that is a bogan, mm. awesome crowd if Aussies are playing. Yeah. However, if you're paying for the more lighty da for like the better arena, then it's a very sophisticated crowd. Does that make sense? 
Oh, it's like going, it's like golf courses, I guess. We should go one year. Felix would love it because I've got a whole like obstacle courses for the kids. Yeah. And well, a friend of mine said they did that. T- took all the kids and said yeah. it was a said it was a lot of fun. Well, I got another rant. Quick one for you. Apart from finger injuries, there's uh-huh. one thing that's worse than all of that. Uh-huh. Right? But l- let me talk about a certain group of people first. And th- these two these two ideas will connect up. <laughs> Alright. I'm I'm ready for this journey. No, no. The um body modification crowd. Uh-huh. Right? These dicks are just the worst kind of humans. I'm sorry, if you've got elongated earlobes or uh, you've cut your tongue in half, you have two, like, you know, like people, or you've got too many, so many tattoos or you've got, like, you know, you, you staple your eyebrows up or you put, like, a sept, like a, a piercing through your nose and all that sort of stuff. Why don't you tackle the fucking real issues? Mm-hmm. You know, the first, uh, become a, an active member of our society. Because have you ever seen a body modification person in any sort of serious role? Like, do you think a body modified person would ever be, will ever be like Prime Minister of Australia? No. 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 But if a body modification person said, you know what, guys, uh, what body, what body modification did you do? Well, I drilled holes in my nose in a way that you never have a blocked nose. Oh, amazing. <laughs> that man, that's it. Like, I understand your. I understand. Give that man or woman, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just, just an having, award. Like, like I've got, I've got deviated septum, so my, it looks like an S, right, of bone. But there's people that, like you know, so my blo- nose is always blocked. So I have most sympathy to other people who just get uh, even just one nostril block because I know because it's I'm always like that. Mm-hmm. Why don't the body modification team look at that and go? I think we can do something about this. They're happy to drill holes in their ears and make their earlobes down to their nipples. Taking a drill to your nose to see what actually happens. There's going to be like, oh, look, there's going to be some deaths. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, but that's what science and... Well, that's what the third world countries are for. That's what science is all about. Yeah, the countries without ethics. I can't, I can't imagine. Can you imagine someone goes up there and goes, we invented the thing, it's a quick surgery, 10 minutes in and out. But you'll never have a blocked nose again. I, I thought, that, that I thought surgeons be, have already done this, though. Yeah, but it, that's the surgeons. Uh huh. Like, yeah, that, you're gonna pay them a couple hundred that, thousand, you know, ten grand. That's like through many kids. I just want a guy to go. Done. You, you want a guy in an alley with a shop? Yeah. Yeah. To do this. Yeah, I want a professional doing it. Yeah. But not like you know a doctor. It doesn't feel like a doctor should have to like. Drill. I don't need a doctor, uh, a mechanic to put speed holes in the car. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Feels like something that someone else could be doing. If you want speed holes in your car, you <laughs> let me know. I'll do it myself. <laughs> I've got a manic, um, a manic in, in the in the shed. I can I can do it myself. Uh, it's <laughs> you know, so that's what's gonna die in the future. Speed holes because if we've got all these electric cars. There's no point in speed holes. Mm. That joke will no longer be funny because yeah. people will not understand. Oh my god! In like thirty years, when we're all, all floating around in our electric scooter cars, well, we'll be in space by then. Do you know? Actually, fuck you, Church. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just reminded me of something. <laughs> Play your book. <laughs> Tell you about the world changing surgery. No, you talk about speeding. I got a speeding fine last time I came here. Do you oh, know? Is that my fault? 
I, I don't know. You never. I drank too much in your house. What? Well, you, you drank it. I, you had force. You never told me that it's a. Fi- you know when you off the uh, Greensboro bypass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you turn yeah. off that. I thought that was a sixty zone. Because uh, there's no speed. There's no speed signs. There's a speed sign further down. Yeah. Way, way further down. You've gone past like two streets or yeah, yeah. I don't know roundabout. Um, but it, it's fifty, not sixty. Oh. And I got done. I got a speeding fine. Oh, my apologies. One demerit point. Have you ever? When's the last time you had a? Oh, I get one about every. Year. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I, I'm, I not gonna, one, I'm not going to. I'm not going to win the contest. I get one every. I get one every two years, and I just write to them. Go, I'm very sorry. Like you know, obviously my good track record, and they're always like, Ah, you're all right, buddy. All right, and I'm, I'm going to write. I'll see how it goes. It's, you know what? Uh huh. I'd say all the time. Plead the fifth. It's a fifty-fifty chance. Uh huh. You know. Right, I'll I'll write the letter during work time. Could, uh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Actually, I've got a template. Just change it and just send it. It's really good. Oh, send me your template, I please. Will. I will. Uh, uh, the only other thing I've got here is pilots being dicks on planes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, you you do more plane flying than uh-huh. me. What's the last thing you want to hear? See, I've got a strategy now. Yeah. Because there used to be a time when you couldn't really use your headphones on the plane. Yeah. Or you could, or you could, but you'd still hear that like outside noise. Yeah, yeah. But now with the noise cancelling headphones, so I've got the noise cancelling. He- I'm I'm on the plane. Yeah. If if I'm sitting in the emergency row and I've got to listen to them, yeah. Say do their thing. I'll do that. But when it comes to the in-flight announcements, I'm well, in another world. Well, that's the thing. What I don't care about any of your in-flight announcements. Uh-huh. Oh, we're flying at two hundred uh, twenty-two thousand feet in the air. We're going. In. I don't give a shit, mate. Uh-huh. You, know, fuck, you know what the problem is. We give them a status because we give them a better uniform and a hat when really they're just bus drivers. They're just bus drivers in the air. They're just bus drivers. Uh-huh. Whether it's in the air or like, you know, it's like as a, as a ship captain. Yeah. That's just a bus driver. Uh-huh. Like you're getting from A to B. So you're, you, you're you wanting the bus drivers to do more announcements. No, I want the bus drivers to do as many little as announcements as I want. I want the bus driver to tap the sign that said, do not talk. <laughs> That's what I want. That's the type of activity that I want on a bus. I want on a plane. I want I get, even the train conductors, like the train things. Say, Welcome to this. These trains are running low. Yeah, we know they're running late. Uh-huh. That's what the, the train system is about, you know? What can we I, can need I, is a communist dictator, to, socialist dictator to get the trains to run on time. Why is this a problem for you? Because I don't think you've been on a plane, as far as I'm aware of, since I saw you last week. That's true. But I was just <laughs> thinking about it. I was just thinking about it. Like, last time we were on the plane we were with my son, we were trying uh-huh. to get him to sleep. And then uh-huh. we hear, oh, yeah, we're flying. Let's like, mate, I'm trying to get my baby to sleep. Shut the fuck up. One, I don't want to hear you as, as a human, as an mm-hmm. adult man. I don't care about you fly, telling me how you're flying. That's like me getting in your car and you're like, and now we're going 100Ks an hour down this freeway. Pretty good, wouldn't you think? Mate, shut the fuck up and drive. Let me put my music on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same. Exactly the same mentality for me. I don't understand it. Um, you do more flying than me, and now I think you'll be hyper aware of it. But you no, do no, no, no. It, it has annoying, but I've got the, I've got the, the. Uh, I have a game plan yeah. when I get on an aeroplane, Turge, and it involves before getting on the aeroplane, how many beverages am I going to have? Yeah. To not be shit faced that I can't board the plane, but then I can actually sort of like fall asleep. That's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair. Enough. Well, that's all the rants I got. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You got any more rants, or do you want to do another section? I've got, I've got, a, I've got two bits. 
Uh, we can always listen to some Tom Myers because I found out his first ever stand-up comedy bit that he ever did. But I think we'll do that at the end. Okay, let's do that at the end. Uh, but I've got. To, we just want to do some. Uh, how, about, how about we do this segment? This we haven't done this in there in a little bit here. Here at the We Only Do One Take podcast, we like to look at Silicon Valley reinventing things that exist. All right, here we go, Kieran. Uh, so Silicon Valley, let's see what's happening in the in the crazy world that is uh, Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and the dystopia that they're creating for us. Here's Your washing machine could be sending 3.7 gigabytes of data a day. The LG washing machine owner disconnected his device from his Wi-Fi after noticing excessive outgoing daily data. So this guy posted this. What the fuck is a washing machine sending data like this household is uh, using well, a lot if, of reds? If you, if you have a look here, in the la- in, uh, throughout uh, one day, this guy posted it, right? He said, my my washing machine is using 3.6 gig of data a day. Um, um, I'm downloading this. Now, everyone um, was like, well, there could be a number of reasons. One, someone might be using it as a... Um, trying to be hacking you, mm-hmm. and out of all the things they're hacking, it's your it's your washing machine. Second that's, thing, that's a pretty fucking terrible hacker. <laughs> that's pretty terrible. The second one is Bitcoin mining. That they're using the some of the insides of your thing to Bitcoin mine, uh-huh. which kind of I guess kind of makes sense. Um, but my my question is, why do you have a washing machine, machine that, ca- that can connect to the, the Wi Fi? <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to like turn it on when you're like out at the shops? Well, that's or get like ha- I've okay. To- <laughs> Smokers, Traegers, and all of that have that Bluetooth Wi-Fi, which means you can be at the shop and monitor and bump up the temperature or decrease the temperature. Right, yeah, yeah, for like smoking meat. Smoking meat yeah, so that yeah. could take ten hours or so, yeah, yeah. and and you've got the probe in the meat, and you could go, oh, it's cooking too fast. I'll bump the temperature down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I understand why the Wi-Fi is needed. Yeah. A washing machine... You turn it on, you leave it for two hours, and you come back. I mean, is this a washing machine that, like, dries it as well and then folds it and puts it away for you? Well, if that's the case, then I don't want to get notified at all. Just do it. Hmm. <laughs> Why isn't that invented? Why don't we have robots that do that? They're called wives. Um... <laughs> the problem is they're even more annoying. I'd rather than just do the 3.7 gigabytes. No, I just don't understand why... Like, like, the same, like, there's people that connect their, their fridges to the Wi-Fi. Like, I understand your computer, because you're doing your emails and this and that. What 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 is the washing machine doing? What is the fridge doing? I don't what, understand. The kettle. The kettle needs to be connected to the Wi-Fi. No, that's... No. Even, like, sometimes... Like, my car's connected to The toaster. To How much toast are you... Bread are you toasting <laughs> that you need? Oh, that's nearly up. No, but it should be... It should have the option... To connect to the Wi-Fi. Remember back in the day, if you like let's that, not be anti-Wi-Fi. I'm anti-Wi-Fi. Uh, remember back in the day, it was uh, we should be get, pro-Wi-Fi. Get, get an get a, get an invention. If you want to make a new invention, just add a clock to it. Uh-huh. Nowadays, just add Wi-Fi to it. <laughs> See that fan there. over there? That fan could have Wi-Fi connected to it. Dude, uh, it's got a remote. That's pretty cool. Mm. That's something. Uh, here's another one for you. It, you've got a remote, but I can see you've baby-proofed it, uh, and the remote you know, can now lo- can no longer be taken. Oh, way well, from the fan. The buttons on there. Yeah. No, no, I've attached it there because I don't want to have another remote in my house. Uh-huh. And I don't want to lose it. Uh-huh. 
Oh, okay, so you don't want to put it you away somewhere I, safe. I thought of a better idea. Yeah. I know it's got it's got like two. Uh, what's it called? Um, can you ties. can you cut off the end of the cable tie? No. Uh, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, get some Velcro. That way, if I want to use the remote, I can, and then put it back on there. That's, 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 that's little, little things, little things. Like here's one for you. Sci- okay, <laughs> I think there's an easier way than this. Scientists make VR goggles for mice so they can feel what it's like to be attacked by a bird. Scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Upon noticing the stimulation, uh, stimulated bird of prey. Uh, these terrified bespectacled uh, rodents ran faster on treadmills using during tests or froze, both of which are real common responses and overall threats. I, I don't understand what the purpose of this is because it feels like if they wanted to get the birds, to, uh, the the rats to run faster, they could just put them in a glass box and be a real bird. It seems a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> to make tiny VR. tiny VR things, have it connected to the Wi-Fi, uh, all that sort of stuff. So that's pretty good. Oh my god! Uh, and here's my last one: puberty blockers given to children who say they were born in the wrong body want to change their to change their gender may lower their IQs. So they so I don't want to bore you with the whole thing because it's a long article, right? Mm-hmm. The study, but basically they got twenty five men. Who transitioned into women? Only twenty-five. So it's not yeah. really. Well, there's right. not many that do actually transition. That's right. Yeah. But twenty-five. Not really representative of yeah. anything. But you know, twenty-five. And they tested them before they started taking the puberty blockers to become women, so men to women, so that technically they're women. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and after the process, uh-huh. and they found an up to yeah ten IQ points lost. So it just proves yeah. that if you become a woman, you become dumber. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> That's a good joke. But isn't it crazy to think, like, not only are you stunting your growth, your, your child's growth, because it says, like, children. That's mm-hmm. what it's saying. Mm-hmm. You're stunting their growth and their ability to actually mature as, as an adult. Yeah. But you're also making them actively dumber. By 10 IQ points. Ten, up to 10, which is huge. Well, if you're at 90... You've just become below average because yeah. you're down to 80. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not good. If you're like 130, well, you've got 10, you can lose 10. That's fine. I don't think a, a, a child with 130 IQ points is going, let me transition. I think they're pretty much going, let me just go do some more maths by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be doing like, you know, playing music or something. Yeah. You know, something, yeah. something of value instead of that. So, so, so Silicon Valley inventing new things. Very, very interesting. Thanks, Church. Uh, Church, I brought in a video. You brought in a video. What? What? Is there a section for this? Um, is there a stinger? Uh, look, we'll have to create a new stinger. It's okay. people who think they're mental health experts. Ah, oh, this is good. I, I like that. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good one. I think we should do. Oh, here we go. This is a video from TikTok. It's loading it up. Right so a new here. a new segment uh, off of the podcast, but. Um, yeah. Watch me release 26 years of unprocessed emotions and traumas stored in the body. I cannot believe I'm putting this on the internet, but here. Let me just bring it back in because this, this, this audio is terrible. So, so, um, she talks way too close to the mic. Okay. So, what's she doing? Watch me release 26 years of. Let me release 26 years of unprocessed emotion and trauma stored in the body. Okay. Unprocessed emotions and traumas stored in the body. I cannot believe I'm putting this on the internet, but here we go. Look, the truth is we can all you, store trauma when we can't. Can you describe what she's doing? Yeah, okay. So um, she's a, a, a woman uh-huh. 
uh, laying on the floor with her knees in the air. Yeah. So far. So that, she's wearing... And she's jiggling around. Yeah, she's jiggling like her butt, but her legs like like side to side. Yeah. Wiggling around, but her upper body is not moving. Her eyes are also closed, if that's important or not. Can't complete the stress cycle properly. Oh, now she's like moving her belly like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up and down. This means that we don't complete the proper physiological responses needed to get rid of the energy and tension. If you think about two ducks fighting in the water or a pond over That's a piece of bread, all over. they always shake their wings off afterwards. Dogs shake when they're scared. To give a no, dogs actually don't shake when they're scared. Dogs they shake shiver. when they're wet. Uh, yeah, they shiver. They cower. Uh huh. It's a defense mechanism. Shaking, as you said, is when they're trying to dry off. Uh-huh. And ducks flap their wings after a fight to, uh, like, reset their feathers. Yeah. Because. Not because it's a mental thing, it's a physical thing. It's like they've probably got feathers sticking down into them now. It's like, oh, now shake them off. Oh, and now it's back to normal. So none of what she's saying is right so far. Mm-hmm. As an animalistic sort of sense. Uh, I wonder if it's right for the human. Let's have a look. Human example, if someone isn't able to get their needs met and move when they don't feel safe emotionally, physically, or psychologically, like let's say a really rude email comes in from your boss that triggers some childhood wound and you feel really stressed. Sorry. An email comes from your boss and triggers a childhood memory or trauma or stress. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Go clean your room. What what email are you getting from your boss that triggers a childhood memory? Stress, but you're stuck at your desk. Your body isn't going to be able to discharge the accumulated energy and tension, and so it stores it in the body. No, no, that's... No. <laughs> that's not how... That's not how... It's not energy. It's. What do I know, Church? I haven't studied mental health for <laughs> okay. fucking eight years. But One anyway. One thing a lot of people don't understand is that trauma doesn't have to be the big T experiences. Little T trauma exists too, which are the more. Can I just say, talking about trauma, this, um, her talking way too close into the <laughs> microphone, getting, getting this and clipping the mic. Uh-huh. I'm very sorry, everyone. I should put a trigger warning about all that. That is more frustrating to me than anything else in this is that video. Your, is that your trauma too? Yeah, that's my trauma. You yeah. talking too close to the microphone. <laughs> Subtle, cumulative stresses or challenging experiences that add up and still have a really significant impact on us, like feelings of pain or shame, little microaggressions or mean remarks at school or work. In my case, I spent a lot of my childhood not feeling seen or heard, and I didn't get my needs met emotionally when I was really upset, and that counts as trauma too. No, it doesn't. No, no. What the hell is a microaggression? Can I ask, is is you not feeling like you got your needs met trauma? Is that Does that meet any of the definition of trauma? <laughs> Just a simple yes. It's a simple yes or no question here. <laughs> She's an and while idiot. years of talk therapy or becoming aware of your trauma is really helpful, you ha- isn't all therapy talk therapy. Yeah, most most therapy. Well, like, like 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 you wouldn't go like, oh, I need physical therapy. What for? All my 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 trauma about my fu- relationship with my parents. No, that you need physical therapy when you break and, your leg and you're recovering. Unless you take medication. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, it's talk therapy. Yeah, it's also, yeah, yeah okay. So just therapy then. That's, yeah. what, that's why we say it's therapy and then there's other types of therapy that get a name. Yeah. You know, I get that. Uh-huh. It's like, you know. Haven't actually healed it, which is why somatic movements are the solution. Somatic move. What does somatic mean? 
I don't even. I, know I don't. What... I I don't think she's using that in the correct context. I, I don't think it is either. But let me tell you what. Somatic is a fancy word that means dealing with your body. No. Oh, what? Um, here we go. From <laughs> uh, somatic psychology is a form of body orientated therapy that uses techniques and holistic approaches. Ah, there it is. <laughs> so fake. See, but but no no no. But I can tell you this, Church. When when you use somatic, so when someone's got anxiety mm-hmm. or they're really stressed. You can actually feel like, you know, like your stomach, tension. the tension, tension. Yeah, in your yeah, stomach yeah. or the tension. So somatic therapy in that sense is like, okay, when you're Breathing, when calm. you're feeling like this, you can actually, your body is tense. Yeah, so yeah. the first thing, let's actually just relax. Or if you notice your stomach, just... But, but we're that's gonna, a defense mechanism yeah. because you're trying to like guard yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. And, and the idea behind that is if you become aware that you're doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. then maybe you can stop your outburst or your your Yeah, that your, makes sense. You think cuz you're so tense like okay, so it's a matter of just sort of slowing down and and then trying to get the person to think rationally. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? So, yeah, that's why people do like breathing exercises. Yeah. Like it, it's a calming down method. It's not a. It doesn't fix the issue. No, no. But, but it puts you in a better state of frame of mind to, to to work on something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So does wiggling around like a fool on the floor do I, that? I, I, no. <laughs> and <laughs> I feel like this will only exacerbate the issue. But even professional athletes. Yeah. So when they're in a sporting context, and you can see them get really frustrated, and they miss a goal or something like that, you can see them. Um, you know, cameras might not be on them, but they might do a quick breathing exercise, yeah. or they might do a quick yeah. something to reground them and go. Do you okay, be, do you remember that you know, thing? I don't know if you were told as a kid, like when you're really puffed out and you put your hands on your knees and you start breathing, and then you, your coach will stand up, you this and that, you're not ready, all that sort of stuff. Apparently, uh-huh. science has now gone that hands on the knees thing when you bend over and recovering and you're breathing is infinitely better than just standing up. Yeah. Well, because you you've got your body's yeah. trying to push more blood and etc. Yeah. up, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to watch the end of this. This is this is in, in, uh, infinitely fascinating. You need to communicate with your body through movement, which is its favorite language. Hell- no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what does that mean? What if you're like in a wheelchair? How the hell do you do uh, this? Wiggle your arms. <laughs> really, really spin them wheels. Telling <laughs> it that it's safe. And that it's time to release the mountain of emotions, pain, and trauma that's still keeping you from showing up as the healthiest, happiest version of yourself. I do a big release like this every now and then when I feel like I need it, along with my daily practice of somatic shaking, and it's changed my life. So if you're interested in this and you want guided support to do the same, join the waiting list for my somatic healing challenge at the link. Oh, yeah, this is just an upsell now. I'm not Uh playing her ad. I can't believe this is just... It, it frustrates me the most that people buy into this because I think... Remember like in The Simpsons and uh, what's Well, it? we already found there was some quite factually incorrect information there. Off, off the bat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> remember what's his name? Uh, Goodman? Like the, the psychologist? Yeah, from, from The Simpsons. From the Simpsons, yeah. And he comes in and it's like a, an easy quick fix for everyone's mental health. It's just, just like, just do it or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, um, uh, what was it? What was the one? I can't even remember the line. It just... Uh, um, Brad Goodman. Brad Goodman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, like it's easy, quick fix sort of stuff. And even Lisa's like, this is just a, you know, cash cow uh-huh. sort of thing. And um, I feel like a lot of... It plays in the vulnerable. Of course it does. That's like any cult, like cultish sort of behavior or any sort of like 
joining a group. I actually did a bit of investigating because this is from last year. Yeah. And um, her like YouTube channel and her Instagram and all of that has been shut down. So she's obviously copped it. Good. Um, uh, what's, that? what's he? Yeah, go, go, keep going. Yeah, she's obviously copped it the out fuck there. You love her. Uh, <laughs> is it your planet? Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. What this pla- planet? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's very fifty-fifty. People are so dumb. There you go. But I love how you have to have like if you've got. If you've got, <laughs> I did this in an amazing poops, and she responded, "You released." <laughs> but I love how they always also say it's a cure for stress, this. anxiety, and depression, yeah. which are three, three different, very different things. Different things, yeah. yeah. I did this, and nothing happened. Says the fizz girl, and Isabel said, "I don't recommend going straight into release like this. You need to start with some somatic exercises to tell your body it's safe." What the hell? This is like a, this is just a scam. You can just tell. This is the worst thing. This is, this is bad. I hate this. I, I'm sure you. I'm sure you as a as she's a she's a microbiology gut person. That's oh. what she claims herself to be. Oh, those microbiology gut people, I think, is a bit of a scam too. Because they think like you can cure cancer with by fixing your gut bacteria. There are some that are like that. I'm not saying it's her. Oh, I'm not saying that there's something you probably feel better yeah. with, you know, eating a healthier diet. Do you remember, but it doesn't fucking cure depression, well, anxiety, that's like the stress. Same those people that go, oh, if like, if you don't have good poos, you can put other people's poos inside you, and uh-huh. it makes you feel better because it's ba- like the gut bacteria. Like I always go, man, who found that out? Like who's <laughs> who's doing that? What's it? Do you know what? Um, you know what I don't like about these things is there's a reason why some degrees and some areas of exp- like take, take long, six to year, ten yeah. years yeah. to become qualified. Yeah. In. So you, you know Adam, our friend. Yeah. yeah. He's, I upset someone at a dinner party, which is I had a fucking great time. <laughs> yeah. Because he's he's got a dog, and the dog is fucking crazy. Yeah. And someone. At the guest says, "Oh, have you tried giving him vitamins? Like vitamins will really help. No. Will really help Charlie." And I had a comment like, "Yeah, if you don't want him to fucking work, like yeah. give him give him vitamins." Yeah. Um, amazing. They went to the vet. Yeah. Who had a checklist? Yeah. Who asked questions? Who then prescribed medication? Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying the dog is completely cured, but it's not barking at everything. It could be. Uh, it's a hell of a lot calmer. Yeah. It's probably got. Other things, you know what? Even little things like have with dog training, like we train Dwees. Yeah. And what I found with dog training is they're not training the dog; it's training you how to react to the dog's behavior mm-hmm. in a positive, like in a way that you want it. You know, and that's why Dwees is great because you, you know, I know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I know how to tell him off or tell him what to do or redirect him into the right, right behavior. Whereas my parents' dogs, like, nah. Not it's as crazy. Not as uh, here you go. Here's so a- I hope you enjoyed that too. Yeah, that uh, you should bring more of that stuff. You're right. We need we need something like that, like crazy. Like uh, I should put the conspiracy theory thing one. <laughs> we would do like you know medical quacks or something. <laughs> we'll come uh, up with a new stinger. Ooh, absolutely. Uh, here, I don't have a new stinger for this, but I think it's a it, it's a new take on a bit, and I think that um, I think we should- I'm a guy with a daughter or son. I got one, it might be a pun It will make 
Part of the show where we tell jokes. <laughs> now, I thought to myself, I've been watching lots of Norm MacDonald. Oh, um, Norm. And he had like a show on YouTube. And one of the things he would do is write the jokes on on cards and then just hand them to other people. Uh, so, to, to read. To read. Uh-huh. So I thought to myself, wouldn't I think that would be funny. Uh-huh. Let's give it a go. Um, so here you go, Kieran. Why don't you... Why don't you um... I'm reading this one. Oh, you're reading all of them oh. because I'm not reading any of them because I wrote them. <laughs> so you have to read the jokes. That's okay. why. That's what makes it. Now I worked. I tried this with Jess because uh-huh. I sent the jokes to Jess, and then I got. I wrote them on a card for her to read, and we had more fun doing that uh-huh. than it was. So hopefully this works and makes it a lot more funnier. Okay. Now that I built it up, it's probably going to be shit. But here, try, try this one. Just read the card. I prefer pea soup over pumpkin soup due to the penis. <laughs> When you start looking for a partner, it's important that you have the qualities that you want in your partner. That's the reason why I've been recently sucking a lot of dicks. What else we got? You're loving this. It's okay. Here we go. People are shocked when they find out I'm not a very good electrician. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, my favourite segment now. Uh, here we go. <laughs> You've got a lot. <laughs> oh, jeez, this is a long one. Uh, it turns out that Mountain Dew is the same price in vending machines. At work and my... oh. Sorry, it turns out that Mountain Dew is the same price in vending machines at work and my local supermarket, so I'm not losing any money buying it cold and fresh. Nobody can say I haven't done my due diligence. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to read them all, but it's exciting. I hate it when my PC tells me that it's time to finish setting up my device. Bro, I've been using this to watch porn for three years now. It's <laughs> Aether. Here we go. All right. Did you know that the theme to Mortal Kombat is based off a traditional Scandinavian religious chant? I did not know that the Mortal Kombat theme was based off a Scandinavian religious chant. <laughs> I finish him. <laughs> That's good. Uh, here we go. Did you come up with all these yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear about the wealthy Muslim leader who was extorted for millions of dollars by the local organised crime group? I did not. Oh, you did not? <laughs> not, not that interesting, really. Uh. Just, just for classic mafia sh- shakedown. Just, just our, cla- uh, our, our classic mafia shakedown. That was a good one. I like okay, that one. Yeah, it does. Alright, here's 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 the last. Here's, okay. This is this is the joke. This is the one? This is the one. <laughs> Alright, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I'm handing you this piece of paper with jokes on them. A polar bear walks into a bar and sa- <laughs> and says to the barman, I'll have a rum and coke. Uh-huh. The barman asks <laughs> what's with the big paws? <laughs> <laughs> the bear shrugs. I was born with them. 
And then the bear, <laughs> and then the bear ate the bartender. <laughs> Oh, well done. <laughs> that's the and that's the joke section on the show. Let's, let's do this instead. <laughs> I like the new segment. Well done. It's, it's time for the motherfucking news with the we only one take right here. You really caught something, motherfucker. My jokes are funnier when other people read them off cards. <laughs> Playing Kieran. Alright, what do we have? Guardian Man who attempts a 168 hour standing marathon to break a Guinness World Record quits after four hours. Guardian Man had 160 hours standing. So, yeah, so the, he wants to break a world record. He goes, I can stand for forever. 168 hours, what's that? Uh, three. Like, that's like, that's like a week, basically. Oh. Yes, I could do that. Four hours in, I'm done. <laughs> and I, quit. I, if you're going to quit, quit early. You know what? I said that to I, I go to Jess. You know what's amazing about this? That's not even a full shift. <laughs> <laughs> it will stand that long like, in a, like a bartender. Uh-huh. He didn't even do a full shift, shift. of standing. Oh. That's pretty good. He's like, nah. Yeah. And look at him. He's, <laughs> he's like, there's, nah. there's a crowd gathered to watch him. Watch him. <laughs> and he's like, nah. Uh the stand for me, you go. Can you imagine, like, that guy's meant to stand there for the whole time and feed and go to the bathroom and all that sort of stuff? And he's like, nah, that's, that's enough for me. Oh, fuck, that's funny. <laughs> what do you got? Um, a cheeseburger has been served with a waiver at a Tor- Toronto restaurant. Oh, what sort of waiver? Yeah, in, in America. Yeah. Uh, a person attended. Toronto's Canada. Canada. Yeah, sorry, Canada. Yeah. You know, because Canada's gone woke. Yeah. So uh, a person went to this restaurant. How white can they be? They're going to be a blackface prime minister. <laughs> and uh, the back. and ordered a medium rare uh, or re- medium cheeseburger. Yeah, okay. And the restaurant only does well done cheeseburgers. Oh. So when they brought it out, the guy got his cheeseburger, bit into it, and then after his first bite, they gave him a waiver that says they're not responsible if he gets food poisoning. Oh, there you go. That's interesting. I know. I thought that, you know, you should just not give your people food poisoning. That's true. true. I think or that's... a waiver to eat food. I just worked out how we're going to bring blackface back, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. All right. How are we going to bring okay. blackface back? Eventually, mm-hmm. people are going to go into space and colonize Mars. Yeah. Right? And it's only going to be like the upper rich elite. Yeah. Right? So basically like white people. Uh-huh. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And then they're going to want to make movies. And we're like, oh, we need a Samuel L. Jackson character. You can't just get a white person to act to, uh, like to, to go to Mars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're gonna have to blackface up uh-huh. for accurate rep- historical representation mm. of, of Earth, uh, Earth things. Like we want to make, you know, Black Panther three. Well, we got no white black people up here. We're gonna have to blackface. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did you think of that? How would we bring it back? Well, there's no blacks. We 
because you wanted to, like it's like woke it's like it's part it's like that like horseshoe theory goes all the way around it's like well we're doing it for historical accuracy because we have no black people up here in space but we want to show that it was a black person yeah we can't just have like a little sim thing on top saying, this but, actually- but when there is a, a person of color they're gonna have to be in the movie then yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. until then until then uh-huh yeah. Do you reckon when we colonize Mars, you know how like 150, 200 years ago, wherever we colonize in the world, it was like very racist and just there was like the in group and the and then everyone else in like the out groups. Do you reckon that's going to happen when we colonize Mars? No, it'll it, just be the rich elite. It'll just be nerds. And it'll be those boring sanitized place on Earth uh-huh. until like I bring like hey we need like Samuel L. Jackson in this film and, and but then they're going to find like the Mars aliens and then they're going to like treat them really wrong and then they're going to be great for 150 years and then it's going to become to Mars Day and then they're going to call it Invasion Day and you know the cycle repeats possibly mm. we are by nature we'll we be are dead racist. by then we are racist as, yeah. a, as a species which is fine because that's just the survival instinct yeah. Yeah. Here's one for you, Kieran. Mm-hmm. Middle school librarian wears the same dress for a hundred days straight. My question is, why? Did, why does the world care? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I always think to myself, like I've been reading some. What news site is this? <laughs> this is, uh, it's a local news site, WBTV. I always think because I've been reading lots of articles about Abby Chatfield because Carl Stefanovic wore the same suit for the entire year. Yeah, I know. It's pretty yeah, great. yeah. Because no one cares. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, no, no, because no, like I've been reading lots of articles about Abby Chatfield mm-hmm. because they always pop up and I always read them. Maybe sorry, red face. Do you reckon like <laughs> red face in they do red Simons? Is that what they're trying to do? Red faces. No, but in Mars. They but in Mars. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in, I'm in another world. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You're trying to bring it back. <laughs> Brown face. Maybe they could meet you halfway. Oh, shit. All right. All right. <laughs> See? It's so much more fun trying to think of how you're going to bring it back. Oh. Um, yeah, I've been reading these articles about Amy Chatfield, uh-huh. our favourite uh, female podcaster. Yeah. And apparently... Um, she she had she had a, she had uh, she had an article come out saying that she gave away making half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. So I read it, and apparently they were going to offer her two hundred and fifty thousand dollars advance to write a book. Right. And I'm like, uh, I don't even think Stephen King's getting two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in advance to write a book, let alone you, who has the audience that we checked up online, Jess and I, and forty to sixty percent of her Instagram followers are, are bots. <laughs> we found that out. We wow. had a bit of a laugh at that because she had no engagement at all. Her Twitter's like empty. We get more engagement. Yeah, no one cares about Abby Chatfield. Yeah. So all the articles, we're pretty sure she's paying, her, her PR is paying to have in there. Because one of the things is like, Abby Chatfield has slams housing something uh-huh. or other. I'm like, oh, let me have a read of it. And it was, her hot take was, she doesn't like when people bulldoze old houses and builds new ones because... It, she likes the old aesthetic. She's like a C-grade celebrity. Oh, Zed. Yeah. Zed, lower. She's yeah. just ridiculous, right? Uh. And I'm like, that's the hottest take ever. Obviously, she doesn't understand construction at all uh. because those 100-year-old houses may look nice, but they're full of asbestos. 
Oh, and no heating or air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. So this middle school librarian, anyway. So that's the thing. I'm like, did this middle school librarian call the news and go, guess what I've done? If that's the case, then I wonder what's the least we could do to get a news article. Uh-huh. Like, I wore the same pair of shorts. Socks. Socks, every, you know, for 100 days or something. Call up. That would be disgusting socks. Affair. Well, is the dress is it any worse? It's got armpit sweat. It's got tit sweat. It's got vag sweat. But she could, is she washing it? Or well, I don't it? know. I didn't read the article. I just, yeah. I just wanted to bring this in for a bit of a laugh. Uh, what do you got here? All right. Chinese marathon runner has been disqualified for chain smoking through the entire race. That's awesome. Why? 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 <laughs> Let him run. Let the man run. I love that. Uh, a man named Uncle Chen completed a marathon in China while chain smoking. <laughs> He's 52 years old. That's pretty good. Uh, he did it in three hours and 33 minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> that's which I'm pretty sure is better than my half marathon record. That's, um, yeah, what's that? It's like a... A full marathon's like 42k. Yeah, but 42k, that's like four or five minutes a k. Yeah, while chain smoking. I don't know. I think... Um, but smoking is not allowed on the track, so he's been disqualified. But it's outside. How much... <laughs> <laughs> It's also like China. Why are they just? <laughs> I think the air, the, the air he was smoking through those cigarettes is probably better for him than the air that they have throughout China. But anyway, uncivilized behavior from runners, such as open <laughs> defecation, smoking, or trampling on flower bed or green spaces that affect the race and the safety of other runners, will result in disqualification. That's ridiculous. What a what a this look, look at him there lining up. Good on him. He's going to live to 100, I bet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be preserved. He could probably be a world record holder if he didn't chain smoke in marathon running. Probably doesn't care. Yeah. That's the thing. I think he is just a cigarette at that point. Right. You know what I mean? Here's one for you, Kieran. Um, here's a question. Let's read this article here. Woman who slept with 300 people in one year explains why she's single. Now, I don't know about you. I reckon I could tell... <laughs> I could... Tell you why she's single. Yeah. Just from the headline. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is one of those lovely articles, Kieran, that uh-huh. an OnlyFans content creator... Ah, uh, there we go. It's a fucking paid promotion again. It's a again. paid promotion again. Aren't you annoyed by that? Like, these are meant to be fun articles. We used to bring in lots of fun articles. Yeah. And now it's... You paid can just promotion. Tell it's paid promotion for all this sort of shit. But anyway, uh, she was, um, you know, just fun, exciting. Um... This and that it goes. Um, what's it called? Uh, very important reason. Last year was meant to be my year of dating. I went on lots of dates, and I will. Um, uh, immediate notice me. Got tired and took a break. I've been dating again. I'm single. I find a hired guy that ticks all my boxes, and honestly, crazy because of my boxes are very basic. Let's have a read here. Uh, she. Uh, they look a lot better in their photos than in real life, and lied about some of their height. Are really rude to waiters. That's a big turnoff, so I left straight away. So she wants a guy that's tall, which is very unfair because, uh-huh. um, you know, you I'm born like this, my good madam. Yes, height wise. Yeah. Uh, but you, you and your fake tits there. Um, you know, God didn't make those. Let's just put it out there. And secondly, rude to waiters. Well, you know what, waiters sometimes deserve to be rooted at. <laughs> So yeah, OnlyFans promotion. It's just an OnlyFans promotion, which is crazy, because like 
She has one face uh-huh. as well. Like, that's a lot of makeup on those faces, and that's a lot of veneers right there. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I still don't understand. And a bit of photoshopping. Oh, there's photoshopping. There's a bit of photoshopping happening. Yeah, they, enjoy. Yeah, uh, Church. Um, there's a problem in America. What Trump's not president? No, no. This is the bigger problem. This is the biggest problem uh, that America is facing right now. Mm-hmm. Don't laugh and drive. Oh yeah. US cracks down on funny highway warnings. Oh man. Nothing worse than joking. Like use your blinkers. You know those big electronic signs? Oh yeah. That tell, you know, there's yeah. a crash or it's 30 minute delay or whatever. So apparently in America they've been creating these funny signs. I'd love to show you more, but I never pa- I'm not paying for a New York Times That's subscription. Fair. That's fair. I get it. Mm. So the signs are so funny it's causing accidents. Yes. How dumb can you be? <laughs> because the worst thing is, like, that sign is probably... Let's say it's there for, like, two weeks. Yeah. Like, it, do you pass that sign every time and go, <laughs> like, what are you doing here? I think it's the fact that, like, it's probably causing uh, seizures, like, flashing. Oh. I reckon they've got it all wrong. It's like those kebab signs. I, I would love it to be, don't be stupid. Remember, you know, Hachis? Yeah. And... Ne- and Didn't they uh, burn down? No, 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 no. No. Munchies burned Munchies. down. Hutchies, Hutchies is still there. It's going yeah. strong. Thank God for that um, institution of, of Victoria, of Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but like it had like a terrible sign, like with those old light bulbs. Uh-huh. And then like one day they swapped over to this really fancy like sign. But next door to them is like a lighting display. Oh my God, yeah. I think there was a kebab exchange for those lovely lights there. I, I feel. So. I feel like after our friend Daniel and Emma's wedding, there might be a kebab. No, no, no. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of food at that wedding. It's a wonky, wonky thing. I'm looking forward to a wonky wedding. I feel like. Sorry, no. None of the audience knows who this is, but I feel like, you know, you as my wog friend let me down with a woggy wedding, and I feel like now. No, your wedding was great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I see why. But there was no wog element, really. Uh, we tried to... There was uh It was a great wedding. I just, the charcuterie board and the pizzas at the end of the night were probably yeah, the woggiest yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. Which is pretty whereas, good. Whereas I feel like, you know, Daniel's wedding is going to be like full wog wedding. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, and I'm well, looking forward to it. It's because I... Well, I, I, I let you avoid the church. Yeah. So, you know, it swings oh around. Oh, my God. What am I going to have to do? I fucking hate churches. <laughs> so, you know. Are they doing mass before the wedding? No, nah, I, I think they're just doing it. Thank fuck. Yeah. Well, 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 I think we do um, Tom Myers next time. Yeah. I think we're good. We don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you for listening to the Matt Farley episode as well. We're going to be on. We've probably already been on Shitty Song of the Week. I don't know if it's going to be out when we release this one. But we're going to go on Shitty Song of the Week. Uh, tomorrow mm-hmm. we're recording with those boys tomorrow first time for Kieran he's very excited because we've got a banging of a terrible tune I'm sure you'll hear it uh, we've got an excellent terrible tune <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen if you'd like to hear more of us you can listen to us on iTunes Spotify Instagram Twitter Facebook and now on X and X obviously and on our U- on my YouTube channel I guess look at the, for the video on one of our social media platforms and if you want to send us some hate mail, some death threats, some rants, email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for being in the studio. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans and we'll see you <laughs> next, next Thursday. It's the We Only Do One Take Podcast.
The only podcast that is a complete shit show. Come on, man. Motherfuckers, guys. Come on. Give me the five-star rating, baby. Give me the five-star. That's all I want, baby. That's all I want. I fuck all the beautiful girls in the goddamn world. They'll fuck a ten-star. I just want five. Five, baby. Just five.